What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Carlos Silta testo episodio e katon eninintaepta. Welcome to episode number 197 and today we'll talk about the opening session for the week and for the month and uh, I've I've been told uh, by a couple of listeners that these episodes are being uploaded just so late and it it becomes a task I understand I I you know trust me uploading these late is the last thing that I want to do uh but at times it's unavoidable but you know again I'm actively trying to post earlier of course today was an unavoidable delay but uh, I'm I'm really trying to get done with these episodes by 5:30 or so so hopefully you know during these coming days you will see that change and yeah make sure that you're listening to this one as we are comfortable at and let's get started Right so I just realized that some extremely smart person is is getting their you know home renovations done I can hear the banging so if if you if if that's an annoyance I'm sorry I really have no control over it I as much as I'd love to just scream at them for you know let me just open the curtain let me see as much as I'd like to scream at them for violating possibly violating this work down uh not work down lockdown I I don't think that would be too nice. So unfortunately we're we're stuck with this banging. If you can't hear it then I'm I'm damn happy but then it's it's an annoyance. Uh anyway, market snapshot Nifty at 9826 very high. It's uh it's it it did momentarily at least break its swing high of 98 something something I think. At least on the future it was 9859. uh on the spot I'm not quite sure but we'll get to it in the char- uh, when when we talk about the charts so nifty is up to 45 points or 2.57% we're looking at uh FIDI activity being relatively strong 1575 crore buying from the FIs and 4 uh 459 crore selling from the DIs a whopping 4.27 AD ratio uh yesterday when I was doing my weekly analysis a lot of very nice strong you know high weightage uh stocks of nifty were at their support so that's that's really i feel what uh pulled nifty up this time again very nice uh and pharma of course dragged it down so broad market indices we can see that small caps mid caps performing really nice sectoral indices show us that uh nifty bank was strong once again pharma was lagging fmcg was lagging fmcg it says here that it was lagging i think hul had some very nice moves uh throughout the day it's just that it sort of fizzled out in the second half of the day or so so had that not happened hul would have would have also really pulled the fmcg index up quite a lot so that's what we're seeing right now uh, most accurate equities over the weekend when i was doing my weekly analysis i observed some very unusual stocks here aishom not aishom it was ashok leyland and such being the top most active equities by volume so there was i mean it it was kind of unexpected because typically it's either idea or uh, hdfc or hul and such you know more well known names but ashok leyland was there it was you know odd to say the least 
uh, talking about today's volume spurts can't find anything out of the ordinary we can see shoppers stop has hit its upper circuit possibly because uh, malls and shopping centers are you know slated to be opened soon charlotte hotels also same case and idbi same case uh, it's up upper circuit around 50, uh, 20% pel piramal enterprises also uh, very strong moves 15.5% up very nice overall uh, looking at the highs and the lows we're seeing adani green here adani green is again a very similar stock to ruchi soya and that it was on a very strong you know upper circuit trajectory before it went into lower circuit so i'm assuming now that it's it's back on that upper circuit uh, you know train so that's good and uh, the other the other 52 week highs are you know similar stocks to what we've spoken about earlier bear corp biocon sipla devis lab ibi gold etf uti gold etf escorts limited dixon technologies power india and metal 52 week lows we're seeing a few well not a few just one very well known name that's iifl and repco home is another name here but it's 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 you know it's i don't think that it's really a big deal not a lot of 52 week highs because the market in general was very strong today so that uh, bulk deals ashok leland uh, blackrock advisors had bought and sold it along with where is it all right i'm trying to see integrated core strategies blackrock advisors um on 29th may so i'm assuming that is why um, you know that that very strong volume active volume was there in ashok leland i guess i just answered my own question biocon is here but these are all 29th may uh, bulk deals none of them happened today and uh, no new shorts initiated no block deals according to nse's website you know every time while i'm recording this i'm reminded that hey, you know next episode i need to talk about the uh, the methodology of how you know nse is classifying something as a large deal bulk deal or a short sell but every time after recording these episodes i i just completely forget so hopefully that won't happen uh, next episode anyway uh, crude wti is at 35.26 dollars per barrel down 0.65% brent is at 38.04 dollars per barrel plus 0.53% and uh, usd inr is at 75.56 it's still within that range it's got supports at this level if it does not bounce up then it's probably going to retest you know some really nice low levels otherwise it should be pretty good as of now at least there are a few news based items the cabinet meet was there today and they've uh, decided on a new definition for msmes the government has fixed a 250 crore turnover limit uh, or you know a sort of benchmark to qualify as a medium firm and uh, other quota to launch a 6000 crore mega block deal to comply with RBI settlement pact so that's another piece of news that's there global indices now we are looking at let me just see which ones are open because there is no point in just talking about the closes sgx nifty is down right now 25 points not a lot uh footsie cse are marginally up footsie had opened i think plus 90 or plus 60 or something and it has from there settled down to plus 52 cse i don't remember the open but something similar i assume uh the asian markets nikkei hang seng all of those 
we're looking at them fairly strong but then that was the case earlier in the day this is not data which is you know the most recent this is first june data but before the indian markets so i'm assuming that over the night once the day progresses their day progresses and our night progresses we'll get to know uh, what the asian markets think about the market in general i think that these days the indian markets have not been following the asian markets or the european markets as much i think that footsie open really is not having that much of an impact on the indian markets as it was having earlier so that and yeah that's the global markets right now uh let's move on to the indices then all right i'm looking at nifty future nifty spot both of those charts uh intraday and daily chart now 15 minute chart first starting off with that we are seeing nifty uh, a very strong ish first candle and after that it just appeared as if uh, the the volume sort of died down which was really the case if we look at the volumes we can see that none of the other candles had as much volume as the first one and i think this is this is a pattern that i've been observing when i'm the first candle and it is there's an absolute racket outside i don't know what's making this much of noise i hope that it isn't that loud uh you know i i hope that the mic isn't really picking all that up but anyway the first candle whenever it's extreme high volume green or extremely high volume positive whichever way you, know, you want to look at it the market typically goes that way and i'm not sure if this is you know an actual sort of legit thing that that that's there but in the past at least this has been a reasonable indicator whether you look at 28th may uh whether you look at 20th may 28th and 20th and i think i found in outlier on 4th may so that's as far as my you know screen can zoom out but i'm sure that there's plenty of data about it yesterday for example it was a very strong uh you know negative candle as far as volumes are concerned first candle again and the day and in the green and when i say yesterday i mean friday i think at this point i i don't think i should be specifying that i'm saying yesterday as in friday but i just do uh yeah so that's what i'm seeing right now on the daily chart we can see that it has breached its swing high so that's pretty cool to see and after breaching the swing high it's it's gone it's it's come down quite a lot actually and that that sort of makes me feel that the sellers at this point are slightly confused and you know the buyers are probably thinking twice before buying at these levels uh because while i was looking at the market depth intraday up until 12 noon or so the buyers were more than willing to buy at very very expensive very high levels but after that things sort of slowed down i would not call it uh you know sellers day today i would not call the second half of the day a sellers uh you know day or seller dominated day definitely not far from that uh, but it was quite evident that the buyers in general seem to be unwilling at extremely high levels so uh that's something that i you know that that i sort of observed i i don't know if it's you know actually the case i don't know if that is why the market slowed down but that's i think one of the biggest reasons that uh might have contributed to the retracement in the second half of the day now looking at the daily chart we can see that after forming that swing high it has come down quite a bit and 
there are a few levels in fact if i pull up nifty june futures daily chart we can see that it opened above its uh, retracement level and it has uh, closed just above it i mean it's closed under the 100% fib level it's closed uh, below the tick average and it it's still above the 78.6% fib level so that's somewhat where it's at it's it's a bit in the middle i'd say right now purely looking at the future it's an absolute mess here i'll have to remove all the retracements because i can't see a thing but uh, right now i think that that 9650 to 9620 level is going to be a good support for nifty if that is breached then it's got two gaps to fill so the first gap is the gap that it had created on 30th april when the last gap up when the last swing high was created and the next gap the second gap is the one that was created today so it is going to be quite a challenge but at the same time it's probably going to be that strong of a support as well so that's one of the things one important thing that i feel we should consider about the markets right now and i'm trying to find other levels as well now we can see that if it breaches uh, you know 9950 to 9990 then it has a very you know strong gap that's there around 10030 10040 so once that's filled that's going to be filled at 10360 so there's a long way to go i feel that as of now the market is probably going to reconsider its very strong movements and uh, possibly 9950 or so is is like the max it could stretch to i think there's there was a fair bit of call writing as well at 9950 if i remember correctly so uh, right now that is where nifty is at and in general you know even uh, yesterday i was looking at you know uh, a lot of the charts and after that in my live session also i'm live uh, very frequently these days in fact at least two days in a row i have been live not very frequently but i intend on doing those very frequently i've been live and uh, you know it's it's been good i'm just getting a call here all right i'll i'll call them later i i, I mean i i don't know why it's it's almost as if people sense that i'm recording these episodes and then decide to call me uh but okay that's fine so as i was saying i feel that in general nifty bank nifty and the underlying stocks especially hdfc sbin bajaj finance twins and uh, so on those high weighted stocks high very good quality stocks in general were at extremely good levels nifty on the weekly monthly and daily chart was at really nice levels and so were the other stocks as well so i think that was one of the biggest factors why we saw the market going up and i feel that uh, you know purely based on the candlestick pattern it does not look too good because it's it's come down quite a lot since it's made its high today so let's see what happens i was looking at the oi charts as well and you know it's 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 just we can see that call oi has been going down quite a lot towards the end of the day and um, you know that's that's possibly partially also because there must have been a lot of intraday players but then again you know it's it's entirely likely that that you know hesitation is starting to build up whether it's uh, you know shorting calls at extremely high levels at high premiums or whether it's just liquidating your longs at these you know good levels because right now if we look at a 9800 call it was 
you know around the around that 20 rupees uh, level right until friday but from there now it's jumped i think the high for the day was around 209 so you can imagine a 10x return and those who you know are happy with that return might have just exited their longs today so that might have also had something to do with the option prices today uh, which were in general i'd say not as bad as what we've seen in the past but definitely that premium dk was real and i'll talk more about that in the trade so let's get to it all right so i was long ports today and the reason for that is that i felt that in general there was quite a lot of selling pressure at higher levels and i just felt that in general the market did not seem as strong as it could have been and uh, the rsi levels and this is something that i don't always go by but i occasionally do look at the rsi levels they were extremely high we're talking 87 90 and such you know 87 to 90 within that range so based on that i felt that it's it's a good time to uh, get on the put side unfortunately the buyers as i said previously were you know in no mood to uh, settle down and they were just buying enormous quantities at higher levels and after that happened uh, you know I, I i obviously had to exit my put at a loss uh, once it actually started to take resistance i entered into two two lots of puts and i i went two lots because i have to repair the trade somehow i exited one lot at a very nice price and uh, it, i think 87.55 is the price where i exited my 9700 put and that is pretty much the most ideal price for that put i feel because after that even though the market fell below the price uh, you know the underlying fell below the price where i had sold my put at or rather i'd squared off my put at um, the put was just not moving in fact it was right around my cost at that point so the premium dk was real I'm not quite sure what the reason for the premium DK was. I'm sure that theta alone was not that brutal to it. Uh, but, you know, either way, but it's, it's just crazy DK in general. And I feel that the calls weren't as strong as they could have been, at least the ones which I was looking at. I was, I was looking at the option chain as well, not, not uh, too long ago, you know, before recording this episode. And some of the calls really did work out very, very well in fact they they went up by more than what the puts had fallen but uh, some calls really did not move that much so it's it's pretty cool to see that happening and yeah so i'm still carrying forward that 9800 put um, you know which is one of the puts that i had and let's see what happens tomorrow the trade basis for that put is because it's such a strong selling pressure candle in my opinion that it's it's just sort of worth taking that risk because i'm already uh, mtm you know not making profits on that one so i might as well can just try it to see what happens control risk it's, it's fine and let's see what happens so yeah that is my trade lesson for the day uh, let me think I, I can't for the life of me think of a lesson for today i think that uh you know today was was the kind of day which was it's pretty odd because had theta dk not happened I would have definitely ended the ended the day in the green, including the MTM loss from the carried forward put. So I think that theta DK is what really screwed me. Ways to you know work around that. Just look for a 
call with an extremely higher delta these uh, you know mild itm or you know atm or even otm calls that we typically get into don't have as high a delta so if the market is moving let's say 100 points in your direction if you're a call then 100 points up if you're put then 100 points down and your uh, delta is like 0 0.3 0 0.4 then you'll just see a 40 to 30 to 40 point move in your call or put whichever whereas if your delta is like 0 0.6 0 0.7 then you're going to see a much bigger move in your call and put and that is that that can literally make all the difference there is and sure the investment is going to be higher uh, i think if you're looking at a good itm call or put you're looking at 20 25k per lot but i think that it, it sort of you know pays for itself you you really have to be willing to get into slightly more expensive positions uh, if, you, if you want the best so unless you are very confident in your reading i think that that is going to be the way to go or unless you want to repair your trade by getting into itm positions or futures where you know the movement is going to be higher so if you're if you're obviously going long or short a future you're going to have a delta of one because one rupee price in the underlying is going to be one rupee price in the future or you know your pnl basically but uh, in case with a call or a put that is not the case so just just plan out your positions accordingly and uh, you should be good so yeah that's that's it for this one i hope you found this helpful and informative since i have been doing a couple of lives uh you know i've been i really do plan on doing them very frequently uh, you can always follow me on instagram because that is the platform where i go live i'm do I, I am you know considering checking out twitter also for that purpose uh going live and such but i'm just not convinced that uh you know twitter will be as engaged so let me know at markets with kr on twitter at indian markets with kr on instagram i hope you found this helpful and informative happy trading tomorrow see you in the next Thank you.